Hey friends, it's Sylvia Wokolo and I'm glad you've joined me on this journey to enlighten you to thrive and be all that you have purpose to be. Now let's dive in and talk about comparison. Comparison is the act of evaluating the differences between people, things or concepts. But today I want us to discuss it in the context of comparing people. When is it healthy and when does it pose an issue? I still remember hearing this common phrase growing up as a way to diss or criticize. You hear people say, your mates are doing so, so, and so, and you are here doing so and so. See, comparison has been engraved in our culture. It can be seen in our schools, our marriages, our workforce, and generally in life. But how do you, as a parent, educate and talk to your child about comparison? And as an individual, how do you see comparison? When is comparison healthy? I'm sure we have heard the saying, comparison is the thief of joy. That statement speaks volume on the toxicity involved in comparing people. You might have fallen into the trap of mentally comparing others or even worse, being outspoken about it. A mother comparing her children or comparing her child to someone else will rob herself of the joy of discovering each child's uniqueness and purpose and fall into the trap of thinking all of us should act the same and achieve the same things in life. This is unhealthy, especially for the child involved. It's like putting a yoke or burden on a child that he or she was never meant to carry. A child might lose his or her sense of identity and purpose by pursuing someone else's dream. Instead of comparing your child, have you thought to help the child discover his or her unique abilities? That is why while our children are little and still developing, we expose them to all sorts of activities, extra lessons and extracurricular activities, just so we can allow each child to explore and discover what they really thrive in. This is when comparison is healthy, when you can assess the abilities of the child and compare the child's level of growth. Why? Because we all have the ability to increase and grow from one level of growth to another. In other words, taking stock and moving forward in the direction you know they are capable of going, not in the direction you see another child going. Let me use this analogy to explain. Each of us have our unique tree we are climbing, which leads us to the top, that is our fulfilling purpose. Comparison keeps our eyes on other people's tree, and without realizing it, we have moved to the other person's tree to race to the top with that person, only to realize at the top that we were on the wrong tree. But with healthy comparison, you start with your unique tree, look down at how far you have come, and keep climbing and making progress to get to the top of your own tree. That is why we each set goals for ourselves. Just make sure 
that those goals are yours or else you would achieve them and not feel fulfilled in the pursuit of those goals. Comparison will rob us of the joy of enjoying our marriages. It is a thief of joy. Don't get me wrong, there are some non-negotiables you have in your marriage, which you noticed in your spouse that made you say yes in the first place. If that slips up, I can understand your grief, and you both can work it out yourself or seek help to work it out also there is room for improvement on both sides of the marriage to keep the relationship flourishing but if you're not expecting your spouse to be all that you see other people's spouse to be that would definitely steal your joy because your spouse is not the same as your friend's spouse it is always good to take stock of all the good in your spouse and enjoy your marriage Without playing that comparison game, remember that there is no perfect human being. Stephen Covey talked about his son in his book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. His son didn't seem to be doing well in sports and academically as other children were. And he and his wife found themselves as parents embarrassed for him and shielding him from the attack of others. But they had to come to the realization that they were trying to make him measure up to the society's standard and that they derived their value as parents from his behavior. This they also realized could lead to conditional love where he thinks he has to perform to a certain standard to be accepted. And it could eventually lead to their son having a lessened sense of self worth. So Stephen and his wife took a different approach of not trying to change him to suit the society. They instead stood apart from him to sense his identity, individuality, separateness and worth. And they began to see him in terms of his, his own uniqueness. They saw layers and layers of potentials that would be realized at his own speed and pace. They decided to relax and get out of his way and play the natural role as parents to affirm, enjoy and value him. This eventually led to their son thriving as he felt a quiet confidence, affirmed himself and began to blossom at his own pace and speed. I repeat, his pace and speed. The same principle can be applied to every area of life, including work and career. Are you climbing up the wrong career tree because you think that is what society says is best? Or are you making progress and moving up your chosen career tree? Food for thought, my friends. The Bible said, set your heart with all diligence, for out of it flows the issues of life. It also says, each one should take their own actions. Then they can take pride in themselves, not comparing themselves to someone else. What action are each of us taking to be all that God has called us to be? Have we abandoned our path to chase someone else's path? Or are we moving in our lane and doing better than our yesterday? Food for thought for all of us. Let's run our race 
So we might say like Paul in the Bible, I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. The fight is worth it because it's your fight, not someone else's, but yours. That's why I keep reminding you to keep winning, shining, and thriving. Until next time, my friend, it's your host, Sylvia Mokolo. Take care.